0: Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church. My name is Rob McFarlane. I'm the pastor of River Church, and it's my joy and privilege to share God's word with us today. Why don't we open our Bibles to Psalm 118, and we're going to look at verse 24 together. Psalm 118, verse 24. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Every day has opportunities. And I would like to encourage us to make the most of the opportunities that today presents. Today, I'm going to be sharing four thoughts with us about today in. The New Testament. And my first thought is that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same God today as he always has been. And I want to encourage us to make the most of our relationship with Jesus today. He's not just the God who was the same yesterday and the God who will be the same forever. And so many Christians live either in a past tense or in a future tense faith or expectation in their relationship with God. They read the Gospels, they read about the parables that Jesus taught or the miracles that he performed. And they say, wouldn't it have been wonderful to be one of Jesus' disciples, to be there when he fed the 5,000 or, or, or when he taught the parable of the sower? And it would have been wonderful. And we can read about that and we can experience that. And, uh, and that's a wonderful thing as Jesus reveals himself through the pages of Scripture. But he is not just a God. He has a history. It's not just the the past tense of our relationship with him. Other Christians live in the future tense. They, They think, when I get to heaven, it's just going to be absolutely wonderful. And it is going to be wonderful. Right now, we see him through a glass dimly. And even though he shines so brightly through a glass dimly, imagine what it's going to be like to see Jesus face to face. What a wonderful assurance we have that one day we'll be reunited with loved ones. And uh, it's just going to be awesome worshiping Jesus together in eternity in heaven. No tears, no pain, no suffering. Uh, It's just going to be awesome. Absolutely awesome. But let's not live in the future tense of our relationship with God. We have this great anticipation. Arthur comes soon. Lord Jesus, that's something we can look forward to with great anticipation. But we don't live there. We live in today. And I want to encourage us to make the most of our relationship with Jesus today. What he did in the past, he wants to do in our lives today. I love the way that he reveals himself to us in Scripture. Seven times in the Gospel of John, he reveals himself as the I am. Not the I was or the I will be. I am the light of the world. Not I will be the light of the world. I am the light of the world today. I am the bread of life. Not I was the bread of life, but I am the bread of life today. I'll sustain you. I will give you all that you need to get through this day, not just to survive, but to thrive. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to to recognize that he said, I am the vine. Unless you abide in me, you will not bear fruit. But if you abide in me, you'll bear much and lasting fruit. And he wants us to abide in our relationship with him today. I am the vine. I am the resurrection of the life. I am all you need me to be in your life right now. He's the same God today as he always has been yesterday Now, forever, he's always the same. What God did in the past, he can do in our lives today. What do you need Jesus to do in your life today? What aspect of the I am do you need to to approach today with faith and receive by his grace all that he has made available to you? Do you need direction Ask him and he'll give you direction. He'll speak to you through his word. He'll speak to you through that inner witness of his Holy Spirit, through that peace that leads us and guides us. Do you need healing in your body? And if you do, I believe that Jesus can heal today. And he is healing people today. In fact, if you are sick in your body today, why don't you do this? Lay your hand on wherever that may be on your body. Lay your hand, whether it's on you've got a headache or or, or or some problem with a tooth or or whatever it might be, lay your hand on that part of your body and let's pray together. And Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You healed all who came to you 2,000 years ago, and you can heal today. You said to um In the Psalms and the the centurion with great faith said, just speak the word and my servant will be healed. And right now we speak your word. We say be healed in the lives of those we are ministering to today. And even our friends and family far away who we're concerned about, who are struggling in different areas. We thank you, Lord, that you can provide and you can heal in Jesus' name. Jesus is the same today. So that was number one. Number two, my second thought about today is that we can encourage someone today. Let's have a look at Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 13. It says, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today. Every single day, you and I have an opportunity to be an encouragement to somebody else now we do live in times where it's easy for people to become discouraged discourage takes away your courage but encouragement is putting courage into people now there's two ways that you and i can encourage others the first way is we can encourage people with our words we can speak a word of encouragement i love the way proverbs says that um, that a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. That God wants to use us to be those who speak a word of encouragement to the weary. Who can you encourage with your words today? Now you might not be able to approach them face to face, but certainly you can send them a text message, an email. You can uh, you can encourage them with. Your words. And I encourage you today, find someone that you can encourage. Now, sometimes we become discouraged ourselves, and like David, we need to encourage ourselves in the Lord. We need to take a hold of God's promises and speak them over our lives. But I've also found that if I'm feeling discouraged, one of the best things that I can do is seek. An opportunity to be an encouragement to someone else, and as I encourage someone else that encouragement begins to flow through me and as a conduit of God's courage and encouragement and faith and hope and love to somebody else then I get a little bit of spillover and I enjoy being encouraged myself the second way that we can encourage people is with thoughtful gifts now it doesn't have to be a large gift It just has to be something small that tells the person that I was thinking of you. Perhaps when you go shopping, you pick up a a, a chocolate bar for for a loved one, just to say, hey, I just wanted to bless you. I was thinking about you. In fact, we had an experience the other day that was just marvelous, really. There was a knock on the door, I went to open the door, and there on the on the welcome mat was a chocolate cake and uh, and a, a a printed piece of paper that said, this contains chocolate, cream, and love. And uh, and I was amazed. I called Jill. I said, Jill, come and have a look at this. This is incredible. And she came, and she wanted to see who it is from. So she ran out and had a look up the road, and there was Roger staying dropped off a chocolate cake that he and Margaret felt on their hearts to bake for us. And man, it was delicious. And what an encouragement that was. Thank you so much, Roger and Margaret. And I know that there's so many people who are finding ways to encourage others in the church family. Remember, it doesn't have to cost a lot. It's just the thought behind the encouraging gift saying, I'm thinking of you, uh, I'm praying for you, I'm with you. Now, I want to encourage every single person who's watching today. We, as an eldership team and others who, in, who are in the prayer group and, and, and others in the church, are praying for so many of us by name. And, uh, and I think that it's a, it's a wonderful thing to hear your names lifted up with love before the throne in faith, trusting that God will meet all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Trusting that he who has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion. And I want to encourage you uh, if there's something that you are struggling with and you need prayer about, then please just use the button below and send us a prayer request. We would love to pray for you, trusting that he who has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion. so far we've seen two things. Number one, Jesus is the same today. Secondly, we've seen we can encourage someone today. My third thought is from Hebrews chapter three, verse seven, verse eight, and verse 13. And it says this, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. We have an opportunity today to hear and obey the voice of God. Now, it's interesting how he says, do not harden your hearts. And, you know, if we ignore what God is nudging us about or speaking to us about through his word, uh, a scripture that kind of gets into your heart and God starts to speak to you about that. If we don't listen or obey, what tends to happen is our hearts become hardened and we start to tune out what God is saying. Let me share two stories with you. Many years ago, uh, we came to the United Kingdom from Zimbabwe on a ministry trip and um, I ministered at a church in London and I spent the night before the saturday night with a family who who lived in London and their home uh, they had a, a they lived in a home and there was a garden and then there was the railway line and um, and every you know 10 15 minutes a train would come past and uh, and I at first I I, I looked up and I thought wow what's that noise and I looked out the window and I saw the the train and um, it was something that I wasn't used to, but they lived there. And as a result, they became so used to the train passing by that they, they tuned it out. They weren't paying it any attention. And, you know, if we start to ignore the promptings of the Holy Spirit, or we start to, to, to hear God but don't respond, we start to tune those things out in our lives. And I want to encourage us not to harden our hearts, but to hear what he has to say. Second story, do you want to hear it? Do you really want to hear it? I'm sure you do. So here it is. Uh, The second story is this. I heard about a man who got in his car and the oil light, the oil warning light came on. And that was telling him that his vehicle needed oil. And in many ways, God speaks to us. Through that inner witness, or through that peace, or lack of peace in our hearts, or through our conscience, and he begins to prompt us and uh, and and uh, you know encourage us to do something about a particular thing in our lives. But um, if we if we if we had that flashing light in our lives and we don't do anything about it, problems are going to come. And what happened with this man is he, uh, he he got irritated by this oil light flashing. So what he did is he broke the oil light. Now it no longer bothered him, but the problem remained, and it wasn't long before his engine ceased, uh, or seized. His car engine seized because of a lack of oil in the engine. Now we might tune out or harden our hearts towards the voice of God in our lives, and if you have been doing that, he has a word from God for you. Stop it, and a second word from God you do it stop ignoring the voice of god and start obeying the voice of god i love the story we hear in in uh, in 1 samuel chapter 3 and i'll just share it with you 1 samuel chapter 3 we read about samuel the young prophet who was being trained by eli and uh, and three times he hears the lord call his name the first time he thought it was Eli. He goes across to Eli and he says, did you call me? And he said, no. The second time he goes, he goes to Eli, did you call me? And now Eli perceives it was God trying to speak to him. And um, and he says, when you hear that voice calling your name, what you need to say is, say this, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And that's what he did. And God began to speak to him. And I want to encourage us to take time every day. In fact, do that today. Find a quiet place with your Bible open, with your heart receptive, in a quiet place, in an attitude of worship and prayer and say, speak Lord, for your servant is listening. You see, prayer is not just a one-way street. It's not just us talking to God. It's us talking and listening to God. Let's be those who talk, to and listen to god in our lives my final point number four is that salvation is available today so we've seen so far that jesus is the same today yesterday today and forever and we've seen that uh, we can encourage someone today and we've seen that we can hear and obey god's voice today but i suppose the most important message is this is that salvation is available for people today it says in second corinthians chapter 6 and verse 2 for he says in a favorable time i listened to you and in a day of salvation i have helped you behold now is the favorable time behold now is the day of salvation you know we don't have the assurance of tomorrow but we do have today some years ago, a next door neighbor that, um, that knew I was a pastor would often say to me when we went out and went on a walk, we'd greet one another, and uh, and he'd often say, um, I might come to your church one day. One day I may pay you a visit. And I always used to say, you're very welcome. And I, I look for opportunities to witness to him and tell him about Jesus. Well, we moved away from that house and I heard sometime later that he had fallen ill and passed away. Now I have no idea whether he responded to the love of God and the goodness and grace of God in his life before he passed away or not. But what I do know is that it was God's will for him to have a living relationship with God. What I'm trying to say is we have today but we do not have the assurance of tomorrow. And I would encourage you to take the opportunity to respond to the salvation that Jesus makes available to us today. How do we do that? Well, I've written a little booklet entitled, What is Salvation? And in this little booklet, it explains what it is to have a relationship with God, how you can become a follower of of Jesus Christ. And there's a prayer that you can pray in this book that will uh, help you to invite Jesus into your life, to hand over the reins of your life to him as Lord, Savior, and friend. Now, I'd love to give you a copy of this book. I can't do that physically today, but what I can do is I can offer you a free download of this little booklet on our website today. If you're watching on our website, there's a little button just below me that says free book. Click on that and you'll be able to read and download this booklet. Or if you're watching us on Church Online, then in our chat feed, uh, we'll put a link there so that you can download a copy of what is salvation. You know, salvation is available for you today, but not just for you. It's also available to our friends, our families and our neighbors. And I would encourage you to seek an opportunity today to tell somebody else about his goodness and his love. Today, we need to make the most of today. Let's not live through this season hoping that we're gonna take this long underwater swim And then we're going to pop out the other end and and get on with our lives. Let's remember that in Psalm 46, verse 10, the Bible says, Be still and know that I am God. And in this season, make the most of the opportunities that this season in life affords us to seek his face, to hear his voice to love those that God has placed around us and be an encouragement to them. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to encourage you to make the most of today. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry by making a donation on the giving page at leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.